0: Time for probably the shortest episode of Empty the Cues ever. This episode of Community was so forgettable, we only talked for like 15 minutes. Now, heads up, yes, the audio's still bad. You know, sometimes the audio bad. Now, again, I promise you, Joshi Pepito uh, did move to a new place, did get a good headphones... And the audio do get better with time. That time, not now. So, bear with us. Here it is. So this was an episode.
1: Yeah, I, I know that time passed um, <laughs> just based off of the fact that the, you know the the numbers changed at the bottom of my Netflix screen but if I didn't have notes here almost as soon as this episode was over I forgot 90% of it.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, um, one of my first notes is I never remember the court storyline of this episode because it does not stick in my head ever. Um, every time I think about this episode um, I remember that there is like a trial and that they're at a pool and my brain can't move past that that's like it that's that's as far as i go
1: yeah pretty much um i i don't remember most of the specifics of the trial um and we we just finished watching this too
0: literally just finished yep
1: (laughs) um mostly i remember the abed and troy b story for this one yeah
0: yeah let's talk about that so so basically summary of this episode is uh jeff has some kind of trial where britta cheated on a test and something something and they're at a pool that's all um but then the troy and abed wait hold on wait oh okay quite the sneeze oh (laughs) the Troy and Abed's storyline is that Troy makes Abed believe that he is like related to Obama and a bunch of other bonkers stuff, um, and Abed is like, "Yeah, for sure," because he doesn't understand that it's like a goof.
1: Yeah, he, um, he and then he does not Abed get sarcasm.
0: To, oh, go ahead.
1: He does not get sarcasm at all. No,
0: not at all. Um, and then Abed tries to do the same back to Troy, but like, does not execute it well. The reason I remember this storyline is because since the last time we recorded, um, my video essay on Abed has been published, um, which is wild to me. I wrote about Abed and how he uses media to connect to other people and to understand um, how people interact with the world. And I used this episode a lot to explain um, parts of Abed and Troy's friendship. Um, but it, but even in the, con- like watching it in the context of the episode versus watching the excerpts of just the two of them, the storyline is still kind of lost and weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, how did you react to this episode overall?
1: Um, okay, so the best way to describe this episode Um, for all of my anime friends out there, this is an episode (laughs) that would occur when the series has caught up to where the manga is, and then they just need to chuck stuff in there, um, (laughs) until there's enough manga that they can make it into the main series again. This is a filler episode.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think that, like, it helped establish the Troy and Abed relationship a little bit more. Like, we know that they trust each other past having a weird... Not fight, but just, like, misunderstand... Uh,
1: yeah. I don't know. And... <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I just... I kind of felt weird about their relationship in this just because of how Troy initially is just taking advantage of Abed's good nature for yucks.
0: Absolutely. It felt, there was like, oh man, there was a period of time, for like a, a long stretch of time, where a certain brand of humor was basically just like, quote unquote, good naturedly gaslighting people. You know like playing a really long elaborate prank and i should say straight up like i am somebody who has been gaslit a lot but i'm also somebody whose family comes from like that tradition of comedy playing really long elaborate pranks that are essentially harmless when you don't look at them too closely um like that is pretty much my family's whole breed of comedy uh but watching it here made me remember like is that harmless, though?
1: <laughs> well, I think, I think the main difference between this is, um, at least with this relationship, and I love pranks. Like, yeah. last year, one of my friends <laughs> pranked the rest of our, like, friend group, and this was a get that took six months to fully play out, um, and it was amazing, but the main reason that was funny is because there was a group of people on it. Or in on it, and in this, it's just Troy lying to Abed.
0: Yeah, it seems, and it seems like Abed is really the butt of the joke. It's the fact that he is gullible. It's not the fact that like somebody would go above and beyond to make an absurd situation. It's just that Abed is gullible. That's the whole. Yeah. And like, especially given that in the years since, especially since the first season like, Dan Harmon has come to terms with being on the autism spectrum and assigning that to Abed, like, that makes it even more insidious to me.
1: hmm And, like, so far, I mean, we're five episodes into this show, um, uh-huh. but it's very established that Troy is not smart. Um, yes. But he, yeah. it also is implied that he, despite that, has a good heart. Mm-hmm. And this just—I don't know—it—it—it it, it doesn't feel malicious, but it doesn't feel like that. And it doesn't feel like that, like gentle himbo that we have come to
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> love and respect from Troy. And like the entire time that this episode was playing out, I was just waiting for the end so Troy could learn the lesson and they could go back to being. Where they normally are, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. and then I got what I wanted during the credits scene, which was yeah, the great.
0: Scene was great.
1: <laughs> um, but Although,
0: yeah, I do want to touch on the British storyline a little. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The only thing that stuck out to me was essentially that, like, so so the trial is something about how Brita cheated, and Jeff is being her lawyer and there is a scene when britta says like yes i did cheat, like i did and then she's talking to jeff about it and why she did it and she says that like basically she's really hurt that jeff is only being her lawyer and going you know to this extreme for her because he wants to fuck her and he doesn't even like really care about her and want to be her friend um and jeff is like no i i I am attractive, like I could I could get laid if I wanted to. It's I'm doing this because I give a shit about you. Yeah. And then, essentially, goes back to the trial. His defense for her is that she's crazy because she says that uh, she has more experience being worthless. Yeah. So she's you know, sabotaging and being really self destructive. He says he does a, a plate of insanity, and then. The way that she gets out of being expelled or whatever for cheating is that she has to be in like therapy sessions sessions with the counselor who is duncan who only cares because he wants to fuck her yeah so, so thankfully Jeff is saying like no i'm okay this isn't just because i want to fuck you and then literally just hands her off to uh somebody in a medical field who does want to fuck her. Yeah. Uh, this was bad.
1: This this grossed me out so bad this episode because right at the beginning Duncan um, goes over to Jeff and he uh he's he basically is like so are you in britter thing or can i and the entire time i'm like i know you're not much of a professor but you are still technically a professor and a medical professional and i know this is a sitcom but this is still gross oh wait alarm or I got okay there we go um but like this is still a sitcom and it's still gross and then they go through that trial which The entire trial storyline, I feel like this show, even this early into the series, is just like, okay, we need to make sure that you don't forget that Jeff is a lawyer, because this was the thinnest pretext to make a court scene. Um, Yeah. I honestly, I would have really enjoyed, like, if they all stayed in that classroom and, like, uh, Professor Chang left the classroom and they had like a 12 angry men sort of scenario with finding out who the cheater was.
0: Yeah, that would have been so much better.
1: Mm hmm. It would have
0: been. It also would have been more community for them to do that. Like, yeah. It would have felt way more in line and instead we got this and it was gross and it was terrible. Mm mm-hmm. um, I also literally just remembered that there is a whole third story way we haven't done this.
1: Yeah. And. <laughs> There's a whole third storyline. Shirley only gets one line in this episode, and I'm a very upset. Good,
0: sweet line. It
1: was, but the I love
0: that she loves Abed and talks about how sweet he is at church is really cute.
1: Yeah, um, but I love Shirley, and this is just yes. a personal thing. I would like more Shirley.
0: <laughs> yes. Um,
1: yeah. But yeah, I will say uh, during the trial, um, Duncan and Chang like sniping at each other was my favorite part of that. Um, yeah, when when Chang tells him to shut his pompous vortex of overlapping fangs, I let out the darkest laugh. Uh, <laughs> Like it was it was such a good line and such a vicious cut that I, I laughed like a super villain when he said that. <laughs> and it was
0: it was very good. I think that like a lot of the banter was good. It also felt like I don't know if you got this vibe, but it felt like some of it was um like improvised. This episode felt a little bit more improv heavy to me. Yeah than a few of the others. Um
1: This definitely had like all of the All of the air of uh, intergalactic cable from, like, Rick and Morty. Like, there were just a lot of lines that just got tossed out there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, okay, so this third storyline is that Pierce has to write Greendale a song for some reason, and Annie tells him to, and then Pierce is like, I actually only steal things. I don't actually create things like music and Annie is like well you have to do it here is a long monologue that reveals way too much about my personal life Yowza. so you better do it and then he does it and it is a stolen song Yeah. at the end
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. which I'm going to have that song stuck in my head all week
0: oh yeah big scene. Um I will say like so this episode foreshadows and like builds a lot of things that will be uh, important in future episodes like again we've got the uh, the troy and abed dynamic we have oh this was also the first time we see their handshake
1: which mm-hmm. becomes
0: a like very iconic thing for them um we get the jeff and britta dynamic kind of i guess if nothing else we can say like we get it and it's still fucking gross yeah um <laughs> and then we also get the annie pierce dynamic which does come up a lot um annie is pierce's favorite. And I think it starts to
1: show in this episode. It definitely does, especially, like, the last line of the song, like, as the episode is fading away, is Annie Believes in Me. Yep. In in the middle of this, like, nonsense um, song that's supposed to be for the, the Louise Guzman statue opening, and it's supposed yep. to be, like, the new school song. And there's a bunch of, like he just says random words to fill up syllables yeah. um yeah it's i mean it's it's exactly what that character would do but it's yeah. just like <laughs> uh, okay i guess it, it it just this is a filler episode <laughs> it
0: absolutely is it absolutely is um, one thing i will say one of the things that he says in the song does come up again and it is very important
1: is, is One it, of the
0: things that he mentions you can do at Greendale is taking air conditioner repair. Okay. It, it doesn't doesn't seem like anything. Certainly is.
1: Was it wasn't that the wait? Isn't that the line where it's like you strip down in your underwear while you're taking air conditioning repair?
0: Oh, maybe. You know that wasn't the part that my brain latched onto somehow.
1: Uh, <laughs> it was just the air conditioning repair
0: it, it really was yeah. well
1: because this is a real school
0: <laughs> oh i also did like uh dean's interrogation of brita which was just like are those new boots um, yeah they comfortable
1: they're cute <laughs> oh they're cute yeah, yeah
0: that was great
1: Uh, what was the Um, well we have it seems like we have bias uh, pro and against on either side of me and I swing both ways so uh,
0: (laughs) oh so we begin uh, the Dean's beautifully queer uh, metamorphosis we'll say
1: oh oh, yeah that had recurring gag written all over it
0: (laughs) oh yes uh, I love the D. Yeah,
1: yeah. so yeah, this episode sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it, d- it didn't have the emotional impact nope. of any of the other ones, nope. and it wasn't even incredibly hilarious. No.
0: Um,
1: I, and this is not the show for me to not like this thing, but I don't like it whenever Jeff talks about how good he is.
0: Oh, big same. I will say, like, as the show goes on, it becomes very clear that, like, we're not supposed to buy that. Um, but it's also, like, it feels impossible to argue that the show doesn't simultaneously want you to think that and also, like, punish you for thinking that. Yeah. And I hate that shit.
1: Yeah, I... (sighs) I am waiting for character development if only because I hate his current character dynamic.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's bad. He does get better, or at least the show condemns him more. He does get better. He yeah. Does get better? Yeah. yeah, he gets better. Okay.
1: Either he uh, he doesn't necessarily have to get better, but like... Everything else around him has to be more cognizant of what a piece of shit he
0: is. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I think we get more of that. Uh, is there anything else, like, anything else about this episode, because I'm cool with us having a little short one for this shitty episode. I don't care. Yeah. But if there's something we haven't talked about, um, somehow.
1: <laughs> have we seen Leonard before? because if not... Oh
0: shit, was this the first Leonard? He
1: was in the pool.
0: Oh, hell yeah!
1: So he comes back. That's what I was was going to be like, does he come back? Because he's great.
0: (laughs) Oh, he comes back. (laughs) Leonard is the best. So one of the things about Community is that it has like these really bonkers side characters who come up. Like Gareth also was in this episode. Mm -hmm. He was the alien at the very end. He's a recurring character, but only in the background. Um... There's a bunch like that, and I love them all. And Leonard's whole job is to just be like a punk ass old guy. That's it. Excellent. Yeah, he's a delight.
1: <laughs> I'm I am here for Leonard.
0: <laughs> I am so unsurprised about <laughs> <love for> Leonard. <laughs> oh, okay, let's Okay, but so the next one is football, feminism, and you. Um which I don't remember. So that mm. great, perfect.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I have not seen that one. So
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I think we might be in for another one that just exists, but we shall see.
1: Okay.
0: You can find empty the queues on emptythequeues.wordpress.com or on socials at pod Next week. We'll be talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, I think. Uh, God, what a good show. God, what a good show!